Hey, Nostalgia fans, how's it going? I hope you've had a good time since we've been on our little break here enjoying the hot summer that we've had. Uh, We've been hard at work producing more content for upcoming episodes. And before we go back to our regularly scheduled programming, I just wanted to make a quick announcement slash disclaimer. In an effort to produce high quality content for every episode, I regret to inform you that we are going to go bi-weekly for uh, at least the foreseeable future. Uh, Main reason for this is while we did get a lot of content produced over the break, uh, just with everything in transition right now, we want to make sure that every episode we put out is the best that it can be. And in order to do that, for right now, for us, that means uh, we're going to go bi-weekly for a little bit. I hope you still enjoy, and I hope you stay tuned. Now back to our regularly scheduled program. Welcome back to the past. This is Dating Ourselves, the podcast that talks everything 80s, 90s, and early 2000s. I'm your host, Adam, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Brian and Paul. Hello. Hey, guys. So we've made it to the 27 Club. Wow. With Kurt Cobain, Jimi Hendrix, and Amy Winehouse on this edition of Dating Ourselves podcast. It's episode 27. Too soon. (laughs) <laughs> we made some new writers. This is uh, <laughs> we're gonna make it to twenty eight though, right? We're gonna we're gonna bust through this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like Jim Morrison, we're gonna break on through to the other side, man. <laughs> Wasn't he also in the twenty seven? Yeah, club? yeah. Maybe a bad example. <laughs> Chris Farley. Yeah, there you yeah, go. There you I go. Think <laughs> he made it to his thirties. I think so. We need we so. need greater goals, guys. <laughs> <laughs> So in case you missed our last episode, you should really check it out when the guys and I talked about Animorphs. You can find that in all of our past episodes at www.datingourselvespodcast.com on iTunes, Google Music, and wherever you find your podcasts. We really appreciate our listeners' support, and we'd like to share some kind words left by one of those listeners on iTunes about our show. If you'd like to leave us a five-star written review on iTunes, we would definitely love to read it on air as a way to say thank you. week's five-star review it's from it's me turtle it says i stumbled upon the podcast and wow is it entertaining sometimes informational occasionally just plain silly yeah you got us there (laughs) i recommend this to all my podcast listening friends keep up the good work we will try it's me turtle thank you yeah yeah definitely thanks a lot five-star reviews are always encouraged and be sure to tell your friends about dating ourselves podcast Well, let's get this started. This week, I'm going to be leading a discussion on the Back to the 90s YouTube video, which was submitted by Mary Beth M. of Baltimore, Maryland. Well, thank thank you, you, Mary Beth. Jake, do you owe me a Coke? (laughs) (laughs) Man! (laughs) Talk about flashback. Yeah, this is such a cool topic because it really covers a lot of different topics some that we have already discussed on the show but a lot of them that uh we really haven't a lot of them that would be really tough to discuss like over a 30 to 40 minute episode but um but we're gonna try 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. But when you have like one little line in a song about it, it's like, oh yeah, I totally remember No Fear T-shirts. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Well, way to so give away really- my main p- talking point about this video, Brian. <laughs> you jerk. <laughs> All I had was No Fear clothing. <laughs> there was nothing else I knew anything about in there. <laughs> so no fear number one no preparation number two okay got it, got it. preparation awesome. h feels good on the whole <laughs> that's right <laughs> thank you gold member um <laughs> i think that was the spy who shagged me nope you're right it was gold member yeah but it was scotty that said it that's true that's true scotty doesn't know <laughs> more like scotty don't well remember guys we're gonna pick next week's topic at the end of the episode it's gonna be nostalgia combat nostalgia combat that's right it's gonna be me with unreal tournament killtacular that's right and adam's gonna have both the fab five and the russian five so i may be a little outgunned a little outnumbered but uh should be fun we're coming we're also gonna visit our that's right (laughs) And then we're also going to visit our old friend, the Hopper of Imagination, uh, to get Paul another topic. So, Paul, tell us about the Back to the 90s music video. Well, real quick, small disclaimer, because I realized my own mistake. Killtacular was five kills in Halo. The equivalent in Unreal was Ultra Kill. Um, If you would like to send us hate mail, you can do that by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes and then just put all caps so we know you're upset. We, we we only listen to five-star reviews, so if you give us a five-star review, you can bash us all you want. We just need those five stars. I don't know if that's, that's right. true. That's I right. think we read them all, but if you want us to read it on air, it's got to be the five stars. Yep, that's true. That's right. That's true. Anyway, back to the 90s! Yeah, yeah! <laughs> Yeah, set, set the scene for us, Paul. So, Back to the 90s is a YouTube video that revisits um, most of the 90s. <laughs> it was put together by Ben Guru. Is that how we think you say it, Adam? Yes. We tried looking it up earlier. Yeah, that sounds correct. Ben Guru and Jensen Reed um, featuring Garrett Clayton. Uh, and it actually hit Billboard's comedy charts at number 11 when it debuted last year. That's impressive. Wow. Um, the video has taken up the attention of the Backstreet Boys, who invited the duo on stage at a uh, band's upcoming show. Oh, that's awesome. So, the opening of the video has Jensen Reed and Ben Guru, and they are standing in front of a yard sale, like in their, you know, st- typical midwest garage sale in a you know suburban neighborhood and the video starts with a kid riding up to their table on a hoverboard yep 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 so on the table in front of them is a box marked electronics uh there's some knockoff beanie babies yep and a you guys remember the uh board game bottle tops the stacking game i do yes so, I saw that, but yeah, I don't think I've ever played it. So basically, what Bottle Tops is, is you have a small platform, and you have these little uh, like little wooden pogs almost, and they're called Bottle Tops. And mm-hmm. you stack them, and you just keep building out the platform as wide as you can until someone finally knocks it over. 
And the reason it's called gotcha. bottle tops is the platform is like a wooden bottle. Yeah. Like, so then you're putting the things on top of the bottle. It's exactly. pretty self-explanatory. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> it all, it's all clicking it's now. It's all clicking. <laughs> so the little boy picks up, I should say little boy, he's got to be like 12, 13, but the kid picks up a cassette tape player. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a Panasonic, not a Walkman for those paying attention, <laughs> but it does have XDR tone burst. Do you guys remember XDR? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. That was like the original bass boost, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. So he picks it up and he says, what's this? And uh, Ben and Jensen look at each other and they're like, really? And uh, then they each walk to the left and right sides of the table and they grab the edges of the screen and they pull them in. So the screen changes from 16.9 to 4.3. (laughs) That's so amazing. (laughs) It's a great way to start out that video. So from there, it goes into... I don't even know how to describe it. It's a, it's a video, mo- or it's a musical montage, obviously, but it kind of goes into like a Save by the Bell type uh, intro, and it's got the little colored Twizzler things that used to be in the Save by the Bell intro. Yep. Yeah. See, that's kind of what I saw was like the the different crazy shapes. So it was kind of Saves by the Bell, kind of Rocco's Modern Life. Yeah, it was like the little squigglies and shapes and stuff like that. Kind of Trapper Keeper design. Yeah. But then it was the music video. It kind of felt like almost like like the all that intro. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like that's clearly good... suburban, clearly suburban kids that were like acting like they were from the inner city. Um, <laughs> <laughs> And they're all rapping and stuff like that. There's some great stuff in that first verse, though. Man. Oh, yeah. Um, there, there is. Uh, one of my favorite lines in, the, in, in that part is uh, chilling with my pager on my Jinkos. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's wearing Jinko <laughs> yep. jeans and he has the tiny red color. You guys remember when the pagers went from being just black to you could get like the neon colored pagers. And that was, you know, how you signified yeah. you were a badass by having a baby blue or bright red pager. Yep, yep. <laughs> did you guys have pagers? Nope. Never I never pagers. did. Nope. No. I, I had the uh the Nextel like block phone, like the brick. Um <laughs> yep. and that was like literally only for emergencies. But I remember it had two way on it, which I don't know if they still make Nextels and if they do, whether or not they still have a two way function, but it was basically like a grown up walkie talkie. And you uh-huh. could pick like eight or ten frequent contacts and you could just like walkie talkie them. Um, <laughs> and it was loud and annoying, oh, and you bothered and that, everyone around you. Yeah, that yeah. chirp. That, oh, the front-facing speaker used to disrupt other speakers. I don't know if you guys ever noticed that, but you'd walk into a room and like the music would distort. <laughs> yes, it's crazy. <laughs> and then you're like, what the hell is this doing to my body if it's literally screwing up a Bose? But... Unfortunately, I did have a pager, and for the young, for the younger members of the audience who have no idea what the hell I'm talking about, so we had this fantastic device where someone could go to a number and dial the number for your pager, and then they could put in the phone number at which you could call them back, and you didn't necessarily know who the hell was beeping you. Or why. You'd, or why. 
And lots of people, I mean, most people came up with some little code. I know, like, if my parents were trying to get a hold of me, they would do, like, the first three digits of our phone number and then 911. So then I knew it was like, oh, crap, I need to, you know, I'm in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pretty genius. Yeah, that really is. And then later on, and I much later on, like, closer to the 2000, then they started to come up with the two-way pagers, which would make a huge comeback if they came back today because nobody talks to each other anymore. And two-way pagers could receive a, uh, I think it was an 80-character message. And then if you actually had the two-way, then it had a little tiny keyboard that was the size of the keyboard I'm using now, but tiny back then, <laughs> uh, that you could type back on. That's why you needed Jinko jeans to fit the two-way pager. Right, exactly. <laughs> I think we talked about Jinko jeans in a recent episode as well. For those who may not remember or weren't around when those were popular, they more or less fit like loose, but like still somewhat close to your body around the waist. And then right about the kneecap, they would just expand out. They were almost like <laughs> bell bottoms, but they, except they were. Maybe it was even above the knee. Like it may have been like basically from like mid thigh down. Like it, the pants would shoot out to like 30, 40. I think I remember seeing somebody who had like a 46 inch cuffs <laughs> on the bottom of their jinkos. And it's just crazy because it's just like a giant janitor's broom, like just sweeping around. But those were super popular. Um, I remember, like every corn music video, everyone was wearing those <laughs> in them. Yeah, it was it was a lot of the like people who were fans of like corn and Marilyn Manson and stuff like that were always wearing those bad boys. Yep. So final note, final quick note on the pager, and then I'll move on to the next part of the video. But uh, the end of my pager was actually I was in a public restroom and I stood up and it fell off my pants into the toilet. And oh, I no. realized this as I was flushing the toilet and it was gone. <laughs> wow, I'm surprised it didn't like jam everything up. It didn't. I. It was amazing. To this day that, uh, I mean, whoever says that, you know, public toilets don't have, uh, <laughs> have enough pressure. Holy crap. <laughs> so if you page me in a piece of crap answers, I... I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> so the video carries on. Uh, Mixtapes, Double Dare, AIM, AOL, Chumbawamba. Do the Carlton. Do the Carlton. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's a part that still horrifies me where uh, they say do the Macarena. And then there is a quick shot of a woman holding scissors and a hot dog. And then the lyric is, keep away Lorena. <laughs> Which is, of course, a reference to... Lorena Bobbitt. Yep. The most horrifying incident any man has ever witnessed. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm actually going to do another deep dive into that because it's oh. forever ingrained into my memory. Oh. So in 1993 in Virginia, you yep. know, Brian's neck of the woods, say, even though he's in, on the other side. <laughs> yeah, on the other side of D.C. from where I am. But, yep, not too far from where my uh, my in-laws are. So. so what happened was is there was a woman named Lorena Bobbitt, and her husband's name was John Wayne Bobbitt. And no one should ever have the first name John Wayne. Nope. Nope. <laughs> So uh, he came home drunk, allegedly, I forget how it played out in court because I was too caught up on what happened. But um, <laughs> <laughs> So he came, home for, he came home from the bar and allegedly raped his wife and then passed out drunk. And 
immediately following, while he was passed out, she went to the kitchen, grabbed a butcher knife, and severed her husband's penis from the base. Oh. She then took off in a car and threw his penis out the window into a nearby field. Drove which, around which for a while. Which in Northern Virginia, that's hard to find. I mean, it's... Yes. <laughs> well, I think what? it's a Target now. <laughs> I'm sure it was either a Jamba Juice or a Starbucks now, but it was a field well, It was then. hard to find the field or his uh, member. Uh, <laughs> both. It was an extensive search, and I think that was when I learned the word extensive and exhaustive. <laughs> mm. And uh, eventually it was able to be, it was his, so she was driving around. Uh, she realized that, you know, she, she, I don't want to say she came to her senses because I am on her side in most of this. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she called the police, explained what happened and said, this is where I threw it. And then there was an extensive search and then they were able to find it and more amazingly reattach it with a nine and a half hour surgery. Oh, Wow. That is the worst. <sighs> and then there was a Weird Al song called Headline News, where one of the verses <laughs> was all about this particular incident, uh, set to the tune of Mm-mm-mm by uh, the Crash Test Dummies. <laughs> there's, actually, there's actually two different uh, verses from that song that are illustrated uh, in in this Back to the 90s music video, the other one being uh, Tanya Harding and Nancy Kerrigan. Um, which is one of my favorite scenes in this back to the nineties video where they go to the hospital and, um, Tanya is all smiling and I don't remember if she's carrying a club or not, but she's like all like innocent and Nancy Kerrigan's in the hospital bed, like screaming, like she ruined my life. (laughs) I'll never skate again. I'll never skate again. (laughs) So immediately following the Bob it goes on to beanie babies may be worth a million dollars later. Which I just thought it was weird that they went straight from Lorena Bobbitt to Beanie Babies. But hey. Hey, they had to lighten the mood somehow. <laughs> then it continues on with No Fear t-shirts. Yeah. Yep. Did you guys have No Fear t-shirts? Nope. I did I've never not. owned one. No, me either. I had I had some Big Dog t-shirts, and I had some Bugle Boy t-shirts. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, No Fear t-shirts. I had fear, apparently, well, so... Well, and you forgot that they also did uh, Massimo clothing in that yes. same shot. Massimo? Yeah. Yep. That's a Target brand, isn't it? I don't know. They still carry it. I know that. I don't know if it was always Target or if it was like a department store, PacSun type brand that now only Target carries. But <laughs> I, I love the AIM scene as well, too. Um, yeah. And not only are they like sitting at the computer, like I got mail and all that stuff. But the clothes they're wearing, they're such like Saved by the Bell, Zach Morris style, crazy design button downs, but they're not buttoned up. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they got like another t-shirt on under them. Yeah. And they're like, one of them's like a really dark green with like crazy red zigzags and crap all over it. I love it. It's so 90s. <laughs> so 90s it hurts. <laughs> Fine honeys in the chat room. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Was another, around that same scene, that was one of the that was one of the lines, and then you look in the back and you see a picture of a woman that's loading a few pixels at a time. Yeah. Like that, coming in in bars. Yeah. Still going way about. faster than a fifty six k modem, though. Oh yes. <laughs> like I would have killed for that speed. They were going to be able to see that whole picture in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> 
Although, to be fair, it was kind of nice if you could leave the room and go make a sandwich, clean up the kitchen and come back and, you know, your picture would be fresh off the press. You know, that was always, always nice. <laughs> but you had the time to slow down and take care of things, you know? <laughs> Patty mayonnaise tickle my Elmo. Yes, yeah. yeah. So a nice little Doug throwback in there. Yep, there's a Doug throwback with Doug dressed as Quail Man handing a Tickle Me Elmo to Patty Mayonnaise. Yep, and Skeeter standing behind him. Yep. <laughs> Blockbuster, VHS, Winnie Cooper. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so much good stuff there, because the VHS was Jurassic Park, which I thought was yes. awesome. And the Winnie Cooper reference, I always love the Wonder Years. I, I think that's such a fantastic show. Um I'm surprised they haven't done like a remake of, of that yet because it's just so. It's Isn't so that good. what Freaks and Geeks was? Well, I mean, I guess in, to a degree, <laughs> to a degree, but. <laughs> or my so-called life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or nine hundred two one zero for the first season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the, pretty much the first like two and a half verses were very like hip-hop rap driven but very much like that lfo style hip-hop you know it wasn't like yes um like actually credible exactly exactly yeah the chinese food making you sick (laughs) (laughs) yeah it wasn't like credible like public enemy nwa type rap it was very (laughs) all of a sudden they start flowing like busta rhymes (laughs) yeah and and then the last bit of the song, they go through a whole bunch of styles. But I think the thing that's most iconic is the hook from the chorus, because it's like a boy band type feel. Like they basically very Backstreet Boys ish. Yeah, so they literally ripped off the "I Want It That Way" music video, where they're all like oh, at yeah. an at an airplane hangar, and they're all wearing like white shoes with white pants. And the white Bleach blonde be- hair. Yep, yep, the yep. frosted tips. The frosted tips. <laughs> yep. And they're all wearing like the, 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 the white beater shirts. And then some of them have like the white dress shirts unbuttoned yep. over top of the shirts. And one guy's even got a white fedora. Like it's it's insanely, insanely <laughs> boy band nauseating. <laughs> well, and then at, at one point, so they're in the hangar. And then at one point... Uh, a girl dressed up as Britney Spears is accompanied by a group of uh, women that are dressed up like the Spice Girls, and they kind of do a little bit of a, you know, band off kind of thing, like where they're <laughs> singing at, like singing at each other and stuff. Yep. Well, the thing is, like the verses, and we'll get back to those in a moment because they are just chock full of references. Like every line has at least one, if not like three or four separate references to the '90s, where the chorus Big is Boss Bob Ross. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where like the uh, the chorus doesn't really have that many references, except there's one really great one, and that is the spend all night French kissing. And it's like, I don't think I've heard anyone call making out French kissing since the 90s. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> now that you, I never really thought about it when we were listening to it. But now that you say that, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've heard anyone's. Maybe like middle schoolers still say it. I don't, I don't know. I don't have middle schoolers. But um, I've not heard any adult talk about French kissing since the yep. iPod came out, you know. Uh, so, and do you think we uh, do you think we called it that because of the Wonder Years? Honestly, probably. Yeah, <laughs> I can see that. Wonder Years or Boy Meets World, one of the two. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. 
So did you guys have any other uh, particular favorite spots from those first couple verses? Uh, I have to, something that faded into obscurity rather quickly that I love that they brought back was Celebrity Deathmatch. Yes. Yes. Oh my yes. gosh, yes. And they have and It was uh, just a quick blurb, but I miss Celebrity Deathmatch so much. <laughs> there is one part that stuck out to me, but not for a good reason. Kind of, <laughs> It kind of upset me. There's a part where he's playing NBA Jam, and, <laughs> and I loved that game, and I was looking, and I noticed that there was a very glaring error in the game that he oh, was playing. With Michael which, Jordan? Which was Michael Jordan was in the game. Michael Jordan was not in NBA Jam. I, yeah. I expect an apology from Ben Giroux over this. <laughs> I cannot sit idly by and watch him make a reference that is factually incorrect. <laughs> Your product is inferior now, Ben Giroux. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely noticed that right away, too. Um, but, you know, the, the Sean, was it Gary Payton to Sean Kemp? I thought that was yeah. such a clever little little quip in there. And then, I yeah, then I see the, the big head, you know, Michael Jordan. <laughs> Michael I was like, that's, that's yeah. not supposed for, to be for, there. For those of you that don't know, like, the history of it and stuff like that, Excuse me, Michael Jordan wouldn't uh, like didn't have a licensing agreement for his likeness for any video games for a very long time. I think the first time he showed up in a video game, it was like his own video game. Like I can't remember what it was called. I think it was an NES game called like Michael Jordan. Was it Shaq Fu? <laughs> oh God, no! It was not Shaq Fu. No. Was it? Was it? Was it Barkley? Shut up and jam. <laughs> it might have been. They all had their was own. Was it games. a baseball game? <laughs> yes, yes. Playing for the Beham Barons. Uh, was he in the Space Jam game? I have no idea. I didn't even know there was a Space Jam game. Pretty sure there was one for uh, Game Boy. Oh, okay, that could be. I mean, who knows on the Game Boy? But um, yeah, so his his likeness was not uh, licensed out for many many years, and so really the first. I guess major game that carried him, I believe, was like the 2K series. And they uh, actually like finally got his license to be able to have his likeness in the game, and so they had like multiple different eras of Michael Jordan that you could unlock in that game, which was pretty cool. Right. You could get like you know 1986, 87 Michael Jordan. You could get like 93, 94 Jordan, and 95, 96. So it was pretty cool. Like it was really neat to be able to play as him finally, and he was so overpowered in that game. It was crazy. Like <laughs> oh, he couldn't I believe miss a that. Shot. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then this uh, in this music video, they go and talk about being like Mike later in the music video. Yeah, and uh, they got the North Carolina jersey on, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, major the, throwback. The twenty three. Mm hmm. Yeah. Did you guys know he wore his North Carolina shorts under his Bulls shorts every game? I did know that actually. Yep. Yep. That's why that's actually why if you look at uh NBA basketball prior to Michael Jordan really hitting it big, they wore those like real short shorts that just kind of went down to like mid thigh and then once he started playing, he introduced the longer shorts that went down to your knees. Because he had his North Carolina shorts under there and he wanted to hide them. Hmm. I never knew that. Yep. Yep. 
But uh, going back to Celebrity Deathmatch, um, for those who may not be familiar with that, because Paul just kind of mentioned it real quickly, hoping that all of you have seen that at some point. But for those of you who haven't, um, it was a fantastic claymation series that was released in the late 90s on MTV. So at the height of like Beavis and Butthead and Daria and Undressed and all, when MTV was still playing music too, um, back when the real world and road rules were separate TV shows instead of just a challenge, like a survivor <laughs> style uh, games in the jungle type thing. Um, so Celebrity Deathmatch, who are the two hosts? It was Nick Diamond and uh, Johnny Gomez. Johnny Gomez. Yeah, and they would just call different fights between um, two celebrities that often either had a feud or you know things like that. So I think at first aired like on christmas or on the super bowl or something like that super bowl and the one of the first matches they had was um uh, marilyn manson versus hansen um and you know and of course in all these things there's like chainsaws that come out and people get lit on fire and you know the rafters drop and, exactly it's, it's it's as graphic as you can imagine and it's all claymation and of course the ref was always mills lane um, yep, yep. You know, the the old boxing referee. But then every once in a while, someone like Stone Cold Steve Austin would ref a match who was actually voiced by him, which I think is really yep. cool. Yep. Well, um, Mills Lane was voiced by Mills Lane as well. Oh, I guess I didn't realize that. That's awesome. Yeah. But it was a fantastically gory, fantastically 90s show that just kind of... It could have only existed in that time period. It would never survive oh, today. Yeah, I feel like now it would be like a YouTube channel and people would release like six or seven minute videos of these exact things. But yeah, it wouldn't be a 30 minute TV show that they'd play, especially like after like 10 or 11 o'clock at night. They would play it like for two or three hours in a row. (laughs) Yeah, it was. And I could, you know, by that point, I'd seen every episode a thousand times and I would still watch it. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, I mean they, they were so entertaining. But yeah, they had what usually like three matches per episode. That sounds yes. about right. Yeah, and they would usually play off of some real life beef or some news story between two celebrities. Like think TMZ, but then they would make fun of them even further. <laughs> yeah, right. <Yep. laughs> well, oh. anyway, I I apologize. You were about to get us back on track, and I just kept driving that bus. Oh no, man. <laughs> I'm sure all of these are topics in the hopper, so I, I want to make sure we don't spend too much time on any one because we'll enough. definitely get to them in the future. But there's so much here. It, I There's a section, I wish I would have written down the actual lyric, but something about like having an easy-bake oven on your table and eating mm-hmm. pizza on a bagel. Bagel, like, yeah. Like, like the, the rhyme is genius. And I was like, man, I used to love eating bagel bites. Like That was like the food on summer vacation where it's like, all right, we got all these vegetables in the fridge, and we got like these, um, you know, good for you meals in the freezer, and there's a big thing of bagel bites. So, what do you think my brother and I would choose like every single day? Exactly. <laughs> I, you know, I never was as big of a fan of the bagel bites. I was always more of a uh, pizza roll guy. Oh, those are good too. The only issue I ever had with those, especially if you did them in the oven, they would be great. But when you did them in yeah. the microwave. It'd be like scolding hot on the outside and still frozen in the middle. Yep. So you yep. get an interesting boiling like, lava hot. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> you you get an interesting blend of like a totally scorched, peeling roof of your mouth, but your tongue would get frostbite. Like, <laughs> yeah, yep. yeah. The the roof of your mouth would actually fall off 
<laughs> while while you're chewing and then you'd get brain freeze from the from the the frozen center so some other references i thought were really fun they bring up uncle jesse from full house yes uh ren and stimpy from ren and stimpy uh tommy pickles from the rugrats monica Lewinsky from uh you know her thing star wars yeah <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> Um, Ken Starr, right? That was his name. Wasn't that the attorney? Yeah, I, yep. I think Ken so. Star. Kenneth Starr, yep. Yeah. Star yep. Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I had to be forced to listen to conservative radio growing up or anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of uh, prominent court cases, there's a whole section in there about if the glove doesn't fit, he the must fit, quit. He must quit. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> Which is a uh, reference to the O.J. Simpson trial. Um I'm sure everyone knew that, but <laughs> do you guys but, remember much about the verdict for the trial? Oh yeah, I remember when it was handed down very I, vividly. Yeah, I remember watching it live on TV, and you know, it was—it's just surreal because I can't think of the last time there was a court case where like the world stopped to watch the verdict be read on TV. Yeah, yeah the the only the only other ones I could think of would probably be uh, the Casey Anthony trial to mm-hmm. maybe somewhat of a lesser extent. And then the Dr. Conrad Murray uh, with the Michael Jackson case. Those are the only yeah. other ones I could think of that had that big of a, you know, people following the case. But I'd still say even out of all of those three, OJ was still the most significant out of all of those. Yeah. I mean, the world really did stop to watch that verdict. Yeah, I mean, I those are the two the two big televised events that I remember from like elementary school was the O.J. Simpson trial and then Princess Diana's death. Oh yeah, um, yep. yeah that was like the world stopped for that too. Like I remember watching the funeral in school. It was crazy because um, I think they aired it at you know whatever noon or yeah 2 p.m in the uk so it was like 8 a.m or 9 a.m our time Mm -hmm. in the in the midwest and yeah i still uh, have the elton john would it be an lp the three-track album that he put out where he changed the words to candle in the wind yeah it's ep eps yeah eps are the short ones lps are the long ones did not know that (laughs) (laughs) yeah glad i could help uh, so one of the other uh, sections I really liked of this, but again, I had another thing that I noticed about it. So there's a part where he's talking about Lunchables and then Chef Boyardee, and then he has mac and cheese in his hand. But did anybody know what the mac and cheese was on? No, I don't remember. It was on a plate. Who's oh. mac and cheese? Oh. Who's mac and cheese on a plate? Oh my that, god! That goes in a bowl, you commie. <laughs> I do believe in the original Kraft macaroni and cheese commercials. It was on a plate. Uh, it probably was, to be honest. But still, all right. Whoever... Here, here's a here's a friendship ending question for you all. <laughs> when you eat macaroni and cheese, like the regular out of the box macaroni and cheese, not like grandma's homemade stuff, is it with a fork or a spoon? Is it in a bowl or on a plate? We'll get there in a minute. <laughs> I, assuming my, it's your assuming it's your meal, it's not a side. 
My my answer is fork and bowl. My answer a, is spoon and bowl. I'm a fork and bowl guy, and the, the spoon the spoon concerns me, Paul. The spoon concerns me. <laughs> I, see, Brian, I always knew there was a reason we were such good friends. Yeah. This we're, magic we're... moment. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like at this point we should be running down a beach in slow motion towards each other. <laughs> what the heck kind of question is that? I mean, fold or wad? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, toilet paper rolls over or behind? <laughs> oh, always over. Always over. <laughs> Anybody that does it behind is not a friend that you want to have. She's a no. witch! <laughs> Burn her! <laughs> Throw her into the lake and see if she floats. She turned me into a newt. <laughs> Got better. <laughs> well, that was something I remembered as well, was that the macaroni and cheese in this video... He said was canned, and I've never had oh. canned macaroni ever. That sounds disgusting. It's always what? come in a box. It's either been the Kraft macaroni and cheese, or it, it was the Spartan well, mac and cheese, like in the oh, green okay. box here, back in the day. Here, here could be the exception. Would you still consider it canned if the mac and cheese was in those like microwavable? Uh, like dishes or whatever that you could get like the Chef Boyardee. <clears throat> like kind of like the Easy Mac cups. Yeah, yeah. Like mm, I but, don't know but if, it, like, if it's microwavable. I don't know if I'd count that as a can because and those didn't exist in the nineties. That was a later thing. Yeah, that was like a college thing. I remember. You sure? I'm. Pre- I'm pretty sure I remember eating those at least in high school. Which I guess would be in the two thousands. So you're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just totally ruined my own argument life. There. <laughs> I did. I ruined my own life there. <laughs> well, as the video progresses, uh, they start to cut into different styles of music. And there is a quick transition where they show uh, Jensen in a bathtub. And the music, I want to say, almost goes to like a seal or an usher type song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, like that '90s R&B style. Yeah, um, I, thank you. I was struggling to come up with like a genre for that. I was like, I don't know. It's like TLC Seal. <laughs> it's, it's, it's baby making music, is what that is. Yeah, <laughs> and it's totally. I mean, he's in a bubble bath with candles lit, and it's uh, yep. It's it's very romantic. <laughs> and then suddenly they parody one of my favorite things: pop up video. Yes. 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 The only reason to watch VH1, you know, prior to the surreal life, was <laughs> pop up video. Absolutely. That was so for, such a good show. For those not in the know, they would play a music video, and then during the video, all these little factoids would pop up in like speech bubbles on the screen. And. In the music video here, it uh, pops up, and the first one says, Ben Guru and Jensen Reed spent their life savings on this music video. (laughs) Then a moment later, it pops up and says, The entire video was filmed in two, in parentheses, very long production days. (laughs) And then uh, the lyrics in the song, they start talking about... Oh, uh, TGIF TV and going yep. through the shows. And then and he says something like, and then, uh, and Steve Urkel. And then a guy comes out in Steve Urkel costume. And then the final pop up says, not Jaleel White. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> and what's yep. funny is I had to like look like twice because when he first comes out, he had the like it really his face really doesn't look like him, but he had the mannerisms down so well. Oh, it's like perfect. That it convinced me for a split second. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's really funny in my opinion that he's sitting there like in the tub all in the bubbles and the candles and stuff and the very first line he starts singing about is salute your shorts you know camp on Oana, and beavis and butthead (laughs) yeah yeah. oh and there's a lot there's a lot of beavis and butthead references in this up or in this video uh like every time they cut to them playing video games in their room it always has a beavis and butthead uh, poster right behind them and then when he's downloading the stuff on the computer, there's a Beavis and Butthead Do America soundtrack on the table. Oh my gosh. That was a great soundtrack too. It had like White yeah, Zombie it on it and the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, it's such good stuff. Yeah. Another it, movie that would never be made today. No, yeah, no <laughs> definitely a not. movie about two kids jerking it in some guy's shed. <laughs> <laughs> Whacking off of my tool shed. <laughs> So, uh, actually, speaking of uh, pop-up video... Oh, I thought you were talking about something else. (laughs) uh, So, going back to our discussion of pop-up video, uh, I'll never forget one of my all-time favorite pop-up video videos. Because there were... You know, when I... uh, I remember watching it a lot in, like, 6th and 7th grade, I I think it was. And at the time, I was just getting into, like, bands like Kiss and stuff like that. And so... Um, you know, I'm watching it and there was like a couple that I remember really enjoying, but my, probably my favorite one was kiss by Prince, the song kiss. And it like, it was just a good video already, like to begin with, but then, you know, it gets to the, it gets to the chorus and it's like, I just need your extra time and your kiss and then every time he said kiss it would just randomly pop up a picture of kiss in their full demon gear (laughs) it cracked me up every time i saw it (laughs) oh (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) so there's one other uh musical genre that they covered which was there's a grunge section in there as well Um, and there wasn't a ton of references in that section. They talked about Napster and they talked about spiked hair, but the actual like segment itself is like frame for frame perfect. Smells like Teen Spirit, like it's yeah. like in a old like high school gymnasium with kind of like the bleeding, almost like orangish red lights from above. Hairs all in their face. Um, it's. It's pretty spot on. It's pretty spectacular, actually, to, to and, see it. Uh, the guy, okay, so the guy to the, like, on screen left is wearing a Guns N' Roses t shirt in that, which I thought was pretty cool. Yep, yep. Well, any other, any other thoughts you guys have, or? Um, uh, well, I will say, uh, like, the, if you ever watch this video, pay attention to the backgrounds. Because, I mean, it is legitimately a treasure trove of 90s stuff. Just kind of some random things that I came across in there. Uh, The troll dolls. uh, There was a wrestling wrestling championship belt. uh, There was, you know, the Beanie Babies. There was Power Rangers back there. There was, like I said, the Beavis and Butthead to America soundtrack. 
uh, in the. I love their uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle costumes as well. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yep. And, and, and the Power Rangers, Rangers costume. Yeah, I mean the the whole the whole video is so high budget and so well done, and their costumes literally look like like I made them when I was ten. You know, like yeah. Oh, I want to be Donatello. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then so, some of the other things I noticed, like in the background on the walls, there was a Wayne's World poster. There's an X Files I Want to Believe poster in the background. Um, they talked about like the Do You Like Me notes, like Do You Like Me? Check yes or no. Uh, there's a great part where they talk about orange soda referencing Keenan and Kel. Yep, yep. Uh, I oh. do, I do, I do. I do, I do, I do. Uh, at one point, if you look in the back on top of their computer, there's a bunch of Dragon Ball Z plush toys. Um, <laughs> so going back to those notes real quick, um, do you think that kids nowadays just do like a survey gizmo? Like, do you like me? <laughs> check, <laughs> check yes or no, and I'll get the feedback anonymously, even though I just sent it to one person. <laughs> Uh, Twitter poll. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, the video wraps up where it pauses like a VHS tape and then goes back to present day. And I love that it pauses and has tracking lines. Yes. And then yep. uh, as it, after it's done pausing, then it slowly widens out from the 4-3 uh, back to the 16-9 aspect ratio. Uh, the kid is listening to the uh, tape player with earbuds, which I thought was interesting because they were very <laughs> modern earbuds for a very old tape player. Yep. I mean, it's still yeah. that same same jack size, though, right? I mean, yeah, it's still three and a half millimeter. Yeah. So uh, he asks how much, and uh, they tell the kid it's on the house. And then I don't know if you guys picked up on this or not, but he leaves with their skateboard instead of his hoverboard. Yeah, yep, I did notice that. <laughs> I, I didn't notice that, actually. That's awesome. I just figured yeah. he skated skated there. That's crazy. <laughs> well, and uh, the other the other thing, too, uh, is that when he when it cuts back to the little boy, he doesn't have the, you know, the look of, like, what the heck is this thing? He's got this like awestruck look on his face, like this is the most amazing thing ever, and you know that I, that's why they give it to him is because they can tell like how how amazed he was by it and how much he loved it, and so they're like, you know what, you can have it, and then he skates away on their skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> I think this video is just so cool, and I think it kind of I don't know, it really spoke to me um, the first time that I watched this. Mary Beth actually sent this video to me a while ago, like when we first started in the show. I was like, you guys should really talk about this. So I'm, I'm so happy that we finally got to this topic. Um, but it just like added fuel to the fire because we were just starting this show at the, at the time that I first saw this. And it's like, wow, there's so much material here. And this video already has how many like millions of views? There's definitely like people that are equally as weird as us that are yeah. still very, very With much... With a lot more money. Yeah. yeah no that are still very much into, uh, you know, boy band music videos and, you know, Bagel Bite Pizza and all of that good stuff from the 90s. So such a such a cool, cool idea. Glad, glad someone with a bigger budget than we have was able to make that. <laughs> yeah, I, I really love this video. It perfectly blended everything about the 90s you know the music styles the 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 clothing styles the games the toys it, it was 
I mean, really, it was like a scavenger hunt for me when I was doing my notes on this. I was sitting there and I was watching like a hawk for any reference I could find in the background or, you know, uh, somewhere uh, like away from the focus of the video. I thought it was just really cool to be able to go and find all these little, you know, almost like Easter eggs that you could find in the video. Now, what if I told you in one of the frames you can find Waldo? Oh my god, are you serious? I have no idea. I'm just uh, wouldn't that be amazing? That would you be should have let that go, and then we could have addressed it next week. Oh my god, I would have Adam's been... eyes are all bloodshed. I was like, I haven't slept in a week. Yeah, I can't find Waldo. Where is he? Uh. You, you actually had me there for a second, Brian. I was about to go do a real deep dive of this video. I mean, I'm not saying he's not there. I just didn't see him myself, so. <laughs> How you dare you, you lie to me? Where's Waldo? Where oh, it's a you? sailboat. Waldo, why did you say that name? <laughs> <la> oh, yes. Perfect way to wrap up that discussion right there. <laughs> Oh, all right. So I guess that wraps up our discussion on going back to the nine days. Now we are going to move on to Nostalgia Combat! Nostalgia Combat! I missed my cue, so I'm just going to let that roll. It catches me by surprise every time, even though I know it's coming. It's in the script, Paul. Fair enough. Yes, I have devised a trivia question for my co-host to answer. Whoever is closest will lead their chat next week. Adam has the Fab and the Russian Fives, while Brian has Unreal Tournament. You guys ready? Yeah. Let's do this. Alright, this question may or may not be fair, but Considering one of you was present, I'm going to go with it. <laughs> the dreaded incident we spoke of earlier that occurred in Virginia in 1993, the Lorena Bobbitt incident, mm-hmm. occurred on the same day as my wedding anniversary. Oh, God. <laughs> what day was it? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with June 23rd. Final guess? Um, yes, I, uh, I'm gonna say May May ninth. Okay, I'm a little bit saddened here because Brian nailed it right on the head. Really, and Adam no was, kidding. And wow. Adam was at my wedding. He was in my wedding. <laughs> I and I didn't expect that. you to remember the date, but I expected you to remember the month. Although May 9th was my bachelor party. <laughs> okay, I knew I knew there was some significance to May 9th. I just couldn't remember. So on May 9th, 2010, Adam and I went to a paintball field in the middle of nowhere with a bunch of my coworkers. And the two years prior, uh, one of my interns was getting married, and I convinced him that if he ran a gauntlet through the cornfield, uh, being that, you know, we all line up and then he has to run the line while we shoot paintballs at him, I assured him that if he did this at his bachelor party, that I would do it at mine in my underwear. 
Oh no. Yep. Oh no. And At the time I was not engaged. I had no intentions of getting married. <laughs> but as soon as my engagement became Facebook official, I received a phone call. <laughs> and and folks and folks, I can verify he did run the gauntlet in his underwear and a wife beater. And afterwards, he looked like a beehive had fallen on him. If you search and, YouTube, it's on there. I went viral. That's amazing. Pull it up right now. <laughs> I believe Show the, me Paul getting shot. I believe the video is Paul's gauntlet. I'm going to have to look this up after the show. That's, <laughs> that's too good to pass up. I can't believe I pulled that number out of, out of thin air. That's crazy. I think you pulled it off Wikipedia, but neither here nor there. No, I literally just guessed. <laughs> I'm kind of floored. Well, there you have it. Brian will be guiding us through the land of Unreal Tournament next time. I still have my topic, which is the Fab Five versus the Russian Five. And now we need to visit the Hopper of Imagination to get Paul his new topic. Get down, get in the hopper. Get down, get in the hopper. We want to remind all our listeners that if there's a topic you'd like to hear us discuss, you can submit those at our website, datingourselvespodcast.com. All right, Paul, you ready for this? I'm ready. I'm ready for this. I'm hanging right. on the edge of my seat. <laughs> a, l- a little queen for us. That's great. I love it. Um, that was queen. <laughs> Isn't that another one bites the dust? Yes. Okay, then we're good. <laughs> so the way this works, folks, is I'm going to give him three categories that are all assigned to three different topics. He'll pick the category. I'll tell him the topic. Um, so we have movie, TV series, and toys. Mm, these are all my favorite things. <laughs> we also have chocolate cake. Um, <laughs> Kids with bows on their heads Beef jerky <laughs> I'm gonna go with TV series Because I feel like we haven't had one in a while In a regular episode Alright Paul you have selected Rugrats Yes oh, Nice <laughs> Papa well, that's awesome. So next time, please join us, folks, on Dating Ourselves podcast, where I'll be discussing the video game Unreal Tournament. Uh, and in future weeks, we'll hear Paul talk about Rugrats and Adam talk about the Fab Five and the Russian Five. Uh, thanks again for joining us here on Dating Ourselves. And if you like what you heard, there's more to come. You can check us out at www.datingourselvespodcast to learn more about us and the show. And you can check out our Contact Us tab if you'd like to submit your own nostalgic topics. You can also send us submissions at datingourselvespodcast at AOL.com. We've We've got got mail. In addition to iTunes, you can also find us on TuneIn Radio, Google Music, and wherever podcasts are downloaded. We post additional content on Facebook at facebook.com slash datingourselvespodcast. If you're on Instagram, you can find us there at datingourselvespodcast.com. And we're on Twitter as well, at Dated Podcast. And remember, if you're too old for Snapchat and too young for Life Alert, you've just been dated. Later, guys. See ya. Bye.